Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Trade Show University. And it's a great day have a great day and it is beautiful summer is coming the weather is starting to look beautiful and and events are just I, they're taking off you know every everything that i've seen the people i've talked to they're having success i know it's not 100 percent across the board but overall i just feel a real solid vibe from from a lot of the people in the industry and and to help us get a even better handle on things i've got on a, a special guest today joe colangelo from bear analytics and and joe has his he's got his thumb on the pulse of of what's going on because he is data he is the guy who is is capturing it and helping his clients really not only capture data, but make sense of it, because that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter if you have all the data in the world, if you can't make sense of it or know what to do with it. Joe, welcome back to Trade Show You, man. It's really great to hear, have you here. I mean, it's fantastic to be here. We're back on campus. It's a beautiful, <laughs> it's, it's the sun is shining. The sky is blue. It's a great day to be back on campus. Thanks for having me, Jim. Oh man, absolutely. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. So Joe, you, you are just in the thick of things. I know you guys are growing. Tell, tell people as we get started to tell people a little bit about Bear. Yeah, sure. So Bear, we've been around, you know, for the last 10 years, but most recently we launched a platform called Bear IQ and the premise is simple. Your events are collecting more data than ever and Bear IQ makes sense of that data that really you're already collecting. So for a lot of folks, it's an untapped asset in an automated way. So it's no code. You don't have to write any formulas. You don't have to sit here and jiggle around with any spreadsheets. It automatically shows you insights across audience sales and sponsorship growth, which spoiler alert, that's a huge area of focus right now, as well as the value that's being provided on site. So if you want to talk about how do I show my exhibitors ROI, that's probably the second most not, you know, request that we, that, that we get. So, you know, at Bear, we are like, we'd like to say we are all things data, like you just mentioned, Jim, and, you know, we do it for the events industry. Awesome. You guys do an amazing job. So tell us, you know, you've, you've, again, you've been in the thick of things. You, you're, you're talking to your clients, you're capturing this data, you're helping them out. What surprises are you seeing right now in the industry? Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things, namely, and I think you kind of alluded to this earlier, it's, you know, folks are surprised at the happy surprise. There's a lot of people having outsized outcomes. And if you ask them four, five, six months ago, how's this year's event shaping up? They, they may not have had as rosy of a glow as what's actually happening, which is fantastic to see. Of course, this is largely, if not completely in the, the, the in-person or live event space, but it's good to see that bounce back. It's good to see folks who are experienced designers actually being able to craft, you know, to, to, to do their craft and see their outcomes and see 
more of the right people attend their events and say that those events had outside value proposition for them, especially for, you know, you're indexing against the last kind of two or three years. That's just fantastic to see. And I think a lot of those folks are surprised. You know, secondly, I'd be remiss if we weren't, you know, going to talk about the kind of the topic du jour in the, you know, the broader technology space and generative AI and that impact on the events. It seems like a lot of folks are talking about that, whether they're event tech platforms, event tech pundits, analysts in the industry. You know, that's something I think to be really urgent, excited about the, the potential of, of generative AI in the space, especially around, you know, discovery of content, which is one of the areas I think, you know, historically, if, if folks have, have heard me speak about it, I think we've, we've not done a great job of in the event space. And I think a lot of that's going to whipsaw back and change, you know, very quickly because of some of those tool sets. And then thirdly, you know, in terms of what, what are, what are some surprise things or things maybe to be, you know, pumped or excited about, which is just the overall, I think, heightened, this is, a, I think, a, a fair way to put it, heightened appreciation for the data that's being collected in the space. So when you're coming out of periods of, you know, high risk, high uncertainty, it's really hard to let your guard down. And so folks are looking for more information to be able to see around corners. And that's kind of elevated the overall kind of data narrative, which is obviously, you know, something we love to see. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's exciting. It's really, really exciting to, to see. And things, you thought a couple of years ago, how fast things were going and growing and changing. And, it, and it's it's like growing and changing at an exponential speed at this point, not just the amount of data and everything, but you, you know, number two that you, you mentioned, AI. Uh, everyone is talking about it. Everyone's trying to figure it out. And you brought that up as, as a big positive. So what should show organizers and maybe even, you know, exhibitors, what should they be thinking about or where should they turn to figure out how to tap into this? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I'm not sure that we're at the, we're there yet moment. So there's this kind of, uh, you know, just elevation of what is it and it actually works. And so people are like, oh, hey, this open, you know, this open AI, this chat GPT thing, it feels like it's an overnight success. But when you hear the founders talk about it, they're like, you know, we've been banging on this for seven years and we didn't have a product for the first five. So it's like any overnight success, you know, it takes about a yeah. decade. These guys are a little faster than that, right? But the applications, the application of it, I think we're going to start to see materialize in event tech, you know, platforms. And so you're going to, a couple of just like key areas I referred to earlier, discovering content. So being able to surface relevant content for folks, that's just a smarter version of the, what track should I be most closely aligned to? What speaker did I see last time? And then being able to daisy chain and link those things, not just across an event year to year, but across events across the board. And so we're going to, I think your point of, Exponential thought is an accurate one. Humans in general have a tough time seeing things that are not linear. This feels like one of the most nonlinear things we've seen in a while. And so I, I'm not even sure, you know, how steep that curve is, is going to end up being. My gut tells me it'll be uh, pretty steep, which is exciting because, uh, you know, the on, the on the positive side, the best is yet, yet to come. Yeah, my gosh. Scary <laughs> and exciting at the same time. Well, that's time. the second feeling, yeah. right? That always yeah. comes with excitement. You're on the roller coaster, you feel your stomach drop a little bit. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow, that's great. Yeah, the great analogy there. Well, it's really about, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but really at leveraging that attendee experience, the the value we're bringing to the attendees coming to our shows. 
That's exactly right. Because if so, for without getting kind of too nitty gritty on like the 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 data side, if you think about it from like a matchmaking standpoint, right? And you know, structured networking, one on ones. The earliest days of this, it was pick a keyword, and we're going to match you with other people that have those keywords, hmm. and that's better than nothing, right? So it's a it's a zero to one exercise. However, there's a ton of nuance lost. And so things like, oh, all senior managers want to meet, or an all senior C-suite senior management wants to meet with all C-suite senior management. You know, the buyers want to meet with only sellers. Of course, that's not always the case. It's some of the cases, but then there's a whole bunch of nuance, especially when you're in industry-specific events that you're not able to accomplish. That is going to be another primary area where I think we're going to see these tools be able to lend a very helping hand in, you know, reading through contextual profiles, reading through business objectives, and then be able to better align folks to conduct, you know, business, new networking, and maybe even the serendipitous. Like we, we noticed that you guys play in the same space, but your profiles are actually not aligned. But we believe because of these other patterns that we found that this would be worth, you know, a 15 minute connect meeting. Yeah, the networking is is really really cool. That is something that has has been needed, has been needed because I know as an attendee and as an exhibitor, there's times I've gone through an entire show and it felt like kind of a lost lost opportunity because I didn't meet the right people or I didn't know who to look for, or didn't know what I was looking for. And with AI, I mean, not only do you have like you said all those patterns that that they are they're assessing and analyzing to to create those matches but i'm sure that even it might now now be happening but over time they're going to layer on all sorts of external factors of trends in the industry legislation articles everything that's going to help build those that make that networking even more robust yeah and effectively you know networking program education products they all have a little bit too high of a barrier to discovery right now from what the modern day, let's call it event attendee wants. The opportunity cost of going to an event, you could argue has never been higher. We spent a couple of years not going to events. Folks are being really, really, you know, hyper diligent about determining when they want to spend time out of the office or out of the home, what the cost is to go versus just, you know, the kind of let me zoom into some other type of experience. And so if the quote unquote cost across the board, time, materials, whatever is higher, then you need to shortcut the value to showcase that value. And the more predictable you can be about that value, for example, going back to that one-on-one -on -one discussion, you know heading into next month show, you have 10 meetings and eight of those are A-plus meetings that you desired to have because the AI shortcutted that discovery for you and was able to facilitate that. All of a sudden, the justification for that travel makes sense. Your mood, attitude, objectives into that meeting become more clearer. Right. So you're you're basically just starting everything off in a, a better position of certainty. And by the way, the event organizer gets more certainty, too, which is something that we've been lacking over the last 18 months, when we're, especially when we're talking about decision making timelines for folks. So, yeah, I think there's 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 a ton of potential here. One thing that I know that I've heard a lot about over the last last couple of years is the stretching of. Uh, of our event from a single event of two, three, four, five days to a year round, almost community building and seeing so, so that you have the big event, that's the cornerstone of the entire year, but, but you have some way that you can 
continue to to keep these people involved and create that almost community throughout the year. How do you see AI being able to help facilitate some of that? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Again, on the discovery side, but you know what you're doing here with this podcast is building an audience, and like most folks like yourself that are really good at building an audience, there's a kind of product experience, in this case, a content experience that people come to expect and that aligns aligns with them. So let's call all of that the quote unquote product. When you're talking about community, I still think the product matters. I don't know if AI is going to shortcut bad product, in other words. <laughs> yeah. And so if it, it, still, it still means that you have to be exceptionally awesome. And if you're more exceptional, you will garner a bigger audience. And I think ultimately that's what most, if not all great communities have is that product is incredibly, and and a lot of times people can't put their finger on it. I don't know why it's great, but I can't not listen or I can't not watch or I can't not engage. And certainly the AI can help like, Hey, maybe you want to We'll help you reach different audiences. We'll position the way that you're writing or thinking about things differently. But fundamentally, I still think product matters in this case. I agree with you a thousand percent, man. Product does matter. Yeah, if it's crappy, it's you know you'll lose everybody. You'll lose the whole audience. Okay, let's let's wrap up with two quick things. Two quick things. One, tell me one thing you think that people should be people in the industry should be hyped about right now. And secondly, what are you hyped about right now? Man, these are great questions. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to reverse order them. So the thing okay. that I'm the thing that I'm most hyped about right now is how many people are actually kind of breaking down silos in their organization. We see it from like a data lens, but I've never seen. And this is a soft. This is a soft data point. I'm not going out and doing actual surveys, but more folks are forced to talk across teams than I've ever seen it before. So there's no such thing as like, hey, the marketing team doesn't care what the sales team's doing until the post-con kind of debrief, right? Operations doesn't really have to worry about too much of what's going on on the marketing side because they're just in charge of getting us the right people. There's more collaboration than ever. And I think that's done by necessity. It's going to help us modernize across the board the industry and some of these teams and the cross-functional work is only yielding, you know, it's yielding more positives than negatives. Let me put it that way. And, and again, this is one of those nonlinear things. If you would have talked to me a year ago, two years ago, no, no way. This would have been in the top 10 or anywhere kind of on my, on my, on my, on my radar. So yeah, that's, that's, that's super cool to see. Sorry. The other question, what was, what are people excited about? Yeah. What, what should they be? What should they be hyped about that, that you're seeing in into the future? Maybe it's ties to what you just said. Yeah, but I'll give, I'll give you a different answer. I'll play the game. All right. What, what I what I what I think people you know sh- should be excited about is I, I think we're about to start a cycle where there's gonna be an inventory of more interesting experiential deliverables created. We're gonna be going through an on-site innovation boom, I think in the next kind of two to three years. I don't think it's gonna be immediate. It's not gonna be like the jump you know, was to virtual because of the, because of the pandemic. But as folks realize that experience needs to be a differentiator, there's going to be investment in that space. And it's going to become, you know, clear who's going to, where are the winners in different categories. And I think we're going to be ripe. Return of revenue still 
an extremely you know strong theme. And so the bleeding edge areas that are tied to revenue, namely you know kind of like on-site sponsorships, I think I think we're going to see that materialize you know pretty quickly here. Probably some of it's already started, but we get through this spring cycle. People are super pumped. There's more certainty. We enter the 2024 budget campaign cycle. Everyone's gotten their 23 event under their belt. Again, more certainty. You're going to start seeing investment in that area. I love that you're saying that because that is something that we've needed at shows. We've had the same formula for years and years and years and years. And and now we're seeing some really, really cool, innovative things. And and as long as as long as companies and show producers are keeping the attendees and their audience at in, at the top of mind when creating this stuff, that it's not just a cool thing. It's not just a hey, pump up our chest and look what we can do. That that is going to be amazing to see as we go forward. Joe, thank you so much, man. I've appreciate this this time with you. People wanted to reach out to you. What's the best way for them to get to do that? Pretty simple. Email address hasn't changed. Joe J O E at bearanalytics.com or visit our website, www.bearanalytics.com. Awesome. I'll drop that in the show notes. Everyone, reach out to Joe. This guy is a gold mine. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate you. And uh, everybody, keep coming back here to campus. <laughs> beautiful sunny day. It's always beautiful and sunny here at campus at Trade Show University. We'll see you next time.